anxiety. Okay. You got me thinking if it was really worth it Putting in all of this effort just to end up less than perfect But on our great defenses, something used for our protection Or are they just another way to force out imperfections? I guess I'm just effective, pointed in the wrong direction The library in my head has one fucked up selection Now children, pay attention, and you'll receive attention Cause after this, I'll ask you an array of questions A simple poster is just another band Another campaign slogan, making unique blander in the taste of Inside my mouth isn't making it any better Bitter sweetness of arguments and cold December weather But any who, who am I and who are you And if we're on the subject matter What the fuck you gonna do Cause when the shit hits the fan Are you going to take a stand I prefer if you stay put Keep on holding my hand Hello, hello everyone and welcome to the 40 Ounce Fridays podcast Episode 37 or 38 Is this 37? This is 37 this is 37. Okay, guys, hello. Welcome to the 40 Ounce Fridays podcast, episode 37. Uh, excuse me. I do not have... I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out there right now. I don't have the Rona. <laughs> uh, I, I am getting over a cold, though. I got a cold from my girlfriend. That's how I know. Like, my girlfriend had a cold. She got over it, so... I'm pretty much over it. I just have a, a cough still. But luckily, I've been off work, so I've been able to chill, kick back before then. Um, we got a few things to talk about. Uh, mainly, mainly, just woke up to this. Uh, I'm recording this as of Wednesday, March 18th. So it's two days before it goes up. But um, you should hear, I've heard about it now. Uh, Bleach is indeed coming back with uh, its final arc getting animated. And I believe it's coming out in 2021 or later in 2020, something like that. I believe it's 2021. But we are getting the Thousand Year Blood War arc uh, anime adaptation. So that's that's exciting. Uh, I was hoping that was going to be the big Bleach announcement. But um, I wasn't expecting it to be. I was hopeful of it, but I was like, I'm not going to try to get my hopes up too high. Because that's just me expecting too much, I think. But we 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 getting it. We getting that that bleach adaptation finally. In it's been what eight years, seven eight years since Bleach stopped making anime episodes with the end of the uh, Fullbring arc execution. So that's cool. So that's gonna be the main thing we're talking about. Just that overall, and you know, just talking about Bleach because I think I talked about it before like a couple of times. I've been rewatching Bleach from the beginning. And I was just going to read the Thousand Year Blood War arc once I finished the Fullbring arc. But, looks like I'm not going to do that now. Looks like I'll probably just wait for the anime to air. And, or maybe I'll read the manga while I'm waiting for the anime to finally come out so I can compare. And see what changes they make. Because I'm hoping they make changes to the final arc. Because there's a few things I would like to see and I'll talk about that too. Um, we'll also be talking about some other stuff that Kubo's doing, or that, that, uh, is getting worked on by Kubo, but, um, before that, so, quick news, uh, part of the quick news is Bleach is returning, um, also, Kubo's one-shot, kind of, sort of, spinoff of Bleach, I believe, is, uh, his Burn the Witch manga one-shot, uh, is getting an anime OVA? I don't know if it's going to become a full series or not, or they're just going to make one or two OVA episodes 
based off the one-shot manga chapter he made. I would like to see Burn the Witch become a series, but we would have to see how he would implement that because I believe I only I read Burn the Witch like a long time ago, like when it first when it first first was released. So I can't remember everything off the top of my head, but I believe it's revealed that Burn the Witch is in the same world as the Bleach, as Bleach, just not in Japan. It's in, I believe the UK or something like that. It's in like a different branch of the Soul Society. So we find out there's different branches of the Soul Society. Either that or is a cool little call out to Bleach. I don't know if he intended for them to fully be linked worlds because you know this is just a one-shot manga but that'd be interesting to see because uh in the burn the witch uh one shot it's shown that these two girls like witch like girls uh are out protecting monsters and the monsters could assume to be we assume the monsters probably may be hollow some of them may be hollows or something related to the cert so maybe they have different ideologies from like the soul reapers in japan i don't know but we'll see how that goes i would actually really like to see burn the witch get adapted into a full series because i i enjoyed the one shot a lot thought it was an interesting little story and a kind of a different change of pace than what bleach was just a little bit it gave me like early like first season bleach vibes here and there but it still felt like something different and refreshing for not only kubo but just for like manga series in general so that's happening um another bit of quick news sadly uh kishimoto uh writer of naruto uh, the naruto series uh has been working on a new series for a while now called samurai 8 and i've heard a lot of good things about samurai 8 i've read a little bit of it i really enjoyed it and i was going to plan on i planned on continuing to read it or like you know try to do a sit down day where i just read it to catch up uh but it looks like i'll be reading it to finish it because uh apparently samurai 8 is getting axed uh the manga series i guess was not selling too well or being received too well by the general audience by general public so it looks like it's getting the axe and getting canceled which is a bummer because it was a cool little series it was it had some cool ideas and it just sucks because we could have possibly had like another like go down in history classic from Kishimoto. Like regardless of how you feel about Naruto, Naruto is gonna go down in history as like you know a manga anime classic. Regardless of how you feel about it, you could hate it, you can't deny it's still gonna be a classic. Just like with the Dragon Ball franchise, like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, you could despise those shows. There's no way you can tell me those aren't classics, and that's how I feel about Naruto. That's how I kind of feel about Bleach as well. One Piece definitely is going to go down in history as one of those classics. One Piece is going to go down as one of the greats, regardless of if you think it's the greatest of all time or if you don't. I don't think it's the greatest of all time, but I think it's really good. But, you know, it, there's just those series that are going to stand tall in history. And Samurai 8, given time, maybe could have been one of those shows, those series. It never got animated. Uh, it was too early still. But, um, yeah, that's a bummer. I could be wrong, but, um, around the same, I, I've heard, but I've been hearing about that today, too. People have been talking about the same stuff, like, oh, it was confirmed, and, you know, uh, Jump Magazine, Bleach is getting the Thousand Year Blood War arc animated, Burn the Witch, OV, OVA, 
and Samurai X is getting canceled. Like, our Samurai X, Samurai 8 is getting canceled. Uh, a lot of people were talking about that too because it kind of got bundled in with that other Bleach Shonen news. So, that's a bummer. That's That really is a bummer. Um, so, if you wanted to look into Samurai 8, Oh, excuse me. I guess now would be uh, as good as time as any to check it out since it's not like you'll fall behind. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's just like, damn, that sucks. But yeah, if you're going to read it, go ahead and read it. Uh, bummer to Kishimoto. Hopefully, whatever he comes up with or decides to create next, we'll see uh, success. Wish him the best. But um, also, what else was there? Um, the Seven Deadly Sins manga? is ending either it already ended or it ends on the 25th i remember somebody re i don't read the seven deadly sins manga i watched i only watched the first season of the anime i liked it i uh, it, it really picked up for me towards the second half of season one i just never picked it up again for season two because i got busy with other stuff and watching other things so it wasn't like i didn't like it I heard season 3 wasn't too hot, mainly because the way it was animated, and I saw that, um, wow, I forgot their names, <laughs> the main, like, the captain versus, uh, big homeboy, the son, like, who decided that kind of name, I, I don't know why, I don't remember their names, but to be fair, I only watched the first season of the anime, and the golden sun, the big sun dude that, that threw... The big-ass fire... I, I don't know their names. I'm sorry I don't remember names. He didn't come in until, like, season two, so I never even really got to know what kind of character he was. But yeah, the Seven Deadly Sins... Uh... Manga series... Manga is ending. Let me Google it to see... When it is... Somebody posted something about it. It could have been a false thing, but I was hearing word that it was ending soon anyway. So. Yeah, the Seven Deadly Sins manga ends on March 25th. Hmm. Let me see. Oh, Melodius is his name, the main character. The, the, the lead sin guy. Um, I'm only seeing like one place like source that. But. It looks like it was being, it looks like it was known it was about to end soon anyway. But yeah, it's saying, uh, I'm seeing March 25th is when the last chapter is supposed to end. Excuse me. What a day this week is. I don't, cause I don't wanna, I don't wanna say that's happening and then it's not happening. Oh, but is there an official tweet that confirms it's ending? The Seven Deadly Sins. The Seven Deadly Sins is currently one of the most popular franchises. The manga recently 
aired, recently released, you mean? See, I don't, I don't really trust this article. It's 342nd chapter, and fans are now excited for Seven Deadly Sins, chapter 343. Why not? The creator left the fans amazed once again, according to the previous chapters. Ooh. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, the creator has also teased the end of the series in this chapter, the true form, da 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 the reason it's delayed is unknown, however, the delay is confirmed. The previous chapter. Moreover, the studio has confirmed the ending of the manga. The manga will end at volume 41. Volume 40 of the manga is still ongoing. Here's the official tweet that confirms the end of Seven Deadly Sins. I can't, it's in Japanese. Anyone want to translate that? <laughs> Yeah, it looks like it was confirmed to be ending soon, but I only saw like one place source that uh, it was ending March 25th. So I don't wanna I don't wanna get into that too deeply, just because I haven't watched much of Seven Deadly Sins or read any of it. Period. But yeah, it's pretty much ending soon. Um, I've heard mixed things about the manga. Uh, where it's been headed to at the moment Her some people are like oh it's okay some people enjoy it uh, some people hate where the manga has taken the story it's a mixed bag I won't get into it because personally I don't know so I can't really have a strong opinion about it but um, if you're a seven daily sins fan let me know how you feel about that and let me know if that date is true that the last chapter is supposedly coming out on March 25th so that's what, that's like a week from today? That's like seven days from now? So next week, it'll be ending? So, a week from today as in Wednesday, Mar March 18th. <laughs> not not when this comes out on March 20th. But, uh, yeah, it's okay. So that's, that's, that's it for all that quick news stuff. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and move into the UU retrospective. We are still doing that this week, yes, uh, even though we got some Bleach news. So hopefully I'll try to get through this uh, as quick but as thoroughly as possible. That way we can move into talking about Bleach because there's a couple of things I want to talk about with it. But um, anywho, so we're gonna move into the the Bleach uh, or the Bleach the Yu Yu Hakusho uh, retrospective. So we have episode ten of Yu Yu Hakusho called Kuwabara Spirit Sword, and that is because of course Kuwabara in this episode gets a spirit sword but uh, <laughs> at the start of this episode we see Yusuke Kuwabara and the other <coughs> excuse me once again let me uh, get some of this water I felt like the black Hokage when I said that shit <laughs> he always does that uh, but um yeah the Yusuke Kuwabara and the other tournament competitors are following Genkai up these stairs up into a room Genkai then informs them that the rest of the, the the trials, the test to become her or her student will be a tournament between the final eight until one of them is left standing. So we get into the room and it is dark as fuck. The only thing lighting the room is where they're standing is a, a few lit like candles or lamps or something like that. 
Genkai then, some, then informs them that they will be fighting in complete darkness and have to, you know, rely on their spiritual awareness to sense and feel out their opponent to attack. They are allowed to use any weapons or any kind of skills or tactics at their disposal to claim victory. All she cares about is that one person is left standing. If someone is left, you know, dead or something like that, that's not her concern. So, Genkai is savage. We can see that uh, early on, Genkai was definitely in the, uh, the hermit lifestyle. She was definitely, excuse me, more than a hermit lifestyle, I would say. Like, she did not want to be around people and she gave zero fucks about people's well-being or the balance of good and evil. The only thing she cared about, <coughs> excuse me, goddamn, uh, is who was going to be her successor for her spirit wave technique. So then she then asked the group to introduce themselves. So the first person to step up and introduce themselves is the person you, uh, Kuwabara will be facing, uh, Musashi. Musashi is like this black belt and like kendo and other stuff and he goes around the world slaying evil is what he says so he's so he's a spiritual cleansing samurai kind of exorcist deal uh you have kibano who is a master of every martial arts yet you got your ass whooped by a 14 year old who only knows how to street fight um just saying just saying uh you have kazamaru is what the ninja's name is. I, I forgot his name last week. Uh, <laughs> Kazumaru, uh uses his techniques in ninjutsu as a bodyguard to protect people's lives, da-da-da-da-da, for money. You have Kurota. Uh, Kurota is a hitman for hire, contract killer kind of thing, and he has no problem murdering people. You have Shuren, Sharon is a little psychic monk kid uh, who's, you know, kind of fresh out the temple. <coughs> this cough is killing me uh, today, shit. But, um, it's clear, it's clear as day that, uh, well, if you've seen the series, it's clear as day to know uh, Sharon is rando. And then we have the guy Sharon fights in the first round. Uh, I'm not even gonna, not even gonna lie. I forgot homeboy's name because that's how unimportant he was. Even like fucking Kurota, who gets blitzed by Kazumara in the in their fight, um, has more screen time and importance than this dude. It's like a fat old. He's like a fat, short, like Asian-looking dude. I forgot what he said he did. I think he was just like a traveler. He said, and it looked like he probably practiced some sort of like. Uh, Chinese martial arts or Japanese martial arts something like that, but we don't even see the fight between him and Sharon We just hear this nigga get beat the fuck up uh, <laughs> And then we never see him again, so it's just like I mean you never see any of these people again, but It's like fuck what happened to him? Uh, so I forgot his name. Excuse me, but honestly who cares and then we have a uh, Kazuma Kuwabara the worst punk as Sadiaski Jr. High, and then we have Yusuke Urameshi, the much, much worser punk at Sadiaski Jr. High. So we have our eight competitors. Genkai then uh, has a rain of arrows fall down and a line right in front of them. Um, how she planned that they wouldn't be standing 
and a line of arrows that could have pierced through their heads. I do not know. She's Genghai. So, um... <coughs> God damn it. One thing to note is that, uh... In the anime, Genkai is shown to be a smoker. Like, she pulls out a cigarette, starts smoking it as she's talking to them. But in the manga, it's Yusuke who tries to pull out a cigarette and smoke it. And Genkai's like, hey, don't do that shit. So, <laughs> just differences. I, I There's there's other points, like, early in the manga where Yusuke's in the first episode is trying to ditch school. He tries to smoke a cigarette, and then uh, the principal stops him and... Tries to drag him back into class. Uh, he's supposed to be smoking a cigarette, but I believe... In other moments, too. But I believe they edit it so that he's, like, popping gum or something. And people are like, yeah, stop that. It's just, like... It's weird. But I get... I guess they just, you know, edited it for, you know... Censorship reasons. But in the manga, he, he, he's a delinquent. He's, like, a troubled child. So he's, he's smoking cigarettes at 14 and shit. But, uh... Another little, another little cute detail I thought I'd bring up, so. The arrows are pretty much lots, and everyone picks arrows, and that's gonna decide who you're fighting against, and when your match is going to be. Meanwhile, in Spirit World, Koema is putting a hold on all his paperwork uh, to watch the matches and see the matchups between the fighters, hoping that Yusuke can get the job done, and wondering which one of these guys is short, or is rando, <laughs> short is rando. It's hard to, to like hold suspense like this because I've seen this series so many times. So it's like, of course I know who Rando is. And if you've watched Yu Yu Hakusho, of course you know who Rando is. So it's not a big, big deal, but still. So the first match is Kazumaru versus Kurota. And uh, before the match starts, Kurota... <coughs> I'm, I'm sorry about the constant stream of coughing. I think it's because I'm talking so much that it's fucking with it. I wasn't talking a lot yesterday. But, uh, anywho, Kazumaru's just like, hold on, you know, in my line of work, when I do my thing, I kill people, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I fucking kill them, is that gonna be an issue with you if I kill this guy, and then Kai's like, look, I don't give a fuck, is pretty much what she said, she's like, I don't care if you're a killer, I don't care if da, 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 this or that. All she cares about is finding the best person here to be her successor. So Genkai comes off as really cold, but throughout the rest of the series when she's there, you kind of understand, especially throughout the Dark Tournament, you, you find out it's revealed why she is the way she is and kind of why she secluded herself in that bunker away from everyone and why she's kind of a lot more anti-social and she also seemed to pick up a habit for video games because in the last episode when they were doing the arcade games to test their spiritual stuff uh she's like don't touch the rest of the games those are mine so she she became a bit of a, a fucking nerd like the rest of us but yeah she says she doesn't care so Kuroda's like okay cool dope and he has little twin knives meanwhile Kazumara's just like you know what the fuck ever and Kuroda's just like i hope you don't have any problems with you know Mart killing people and Kazumara's just like nah dude in my line of work I always put my life on the line and Kuroda was like hell yeah too Kuroda was on like his fucking future shit just <laughs> I'm room with kidnappers type of shit I'm room with murdering so Kuroda was ready to kill this Kazumara so the fight starts you can hear them clashing in the dark 
but from the perspective of Yusuke and the others, they can't really see what's going on too well, but Kuwabara can. Kuwabara can also sense Rando's presence hidden amongst the other fighters, but he can't quite pinpoint which person it is because it's being hid so well. So the most he can do is kind of sense it. He says it feels like a monster is hiding and stalking him, ready to pounce, but it's not quite ready to yet, or it's afraid to is how he worded it. But he can't figure out which person it is. But Yusuke's like, okay, that's cool. At least I know that Rando's still here. So Kuwabara can also see them fighting, sort of, through his awareness. Kuwabara, I think, had the best spiritual awareness out of any of the eight competitors, I believe. Kuwabara had a 15 out of zero on the the Jonkin machine, the rock, paper, scissors machine. I think the closest person to that had like a 13 and two. And I think that was Kazumaru. Or not Kazumaru, um, um, Musashi, the guy he fights. I believe he was the closest person to Kuwabara's awareness. I could be wrong, don't quote me. But um, Kuwabara also had a lower level growth. I think it was like a 57 out of 100. But I think that's because he didn't have his spirit sword yet. So he had to, you know, grow into that. Anywho, he could see it. He's saying the uh, Hitman is pushing back the bodyguard. So Kazumaru is getting pushed back by Kuroda's, you know, fierce assault. He's stabbing these twin knives at him. It's ripping up his clothes. And Kazumaru gets pinned <coughs> between Kuroda's next attack and a pillar. So as Kuroda goes to finish him off, uh, Kazumaru raises his hand and fucking fries Kuroda completely with a blast of spirit energy. So Yusuke's freaking out, because Yusuke's like, yo, what the fuck was that? Like, he could sense it, and of course you can see that blast of light in the darkness. And he's like, it looked like the spirit gun, but he's like, that can't be possible. And Musashi mentions that he's seen something like that, it was a mass of spirit energy. So as Yusuke's like, fuck, is it really like a spirit gun? Botan shows up. And as Botan's showing up, Kazumar's walking out from the darkness, like... Woo, I didn't want to have to use that technique so early, but he kind of forced me to. And I, I said earlier Kazumaru, like, f totally squashed Kuroda. It didn't seem like that. It seemed like he was forced to use his best technique. Even so, Kuroda got eviscerated. Like, there was nothing left of him. So I'm like, yeah, he got annihilated by Kazumaru. Like, there was no body found or nothing. He got hit with that blast and he was gone. It's <laughs> like... I don't even think he screamed when he got hit. That's how fast he got fried. So, as Yusuke hears Botan, he runs outside. Botan's talking to him about it. She was like, yeah, Kazumaru can channel all his spirit energy, but instead of channeling it, only being able to channel it in his index finger like Yusuke can and firing a spirit gun, he can channel it into his whole palm and just fire a massive blast of spirit energy. So, Use, that makes Yusuke nervous because it's just like, yo, this nigga might be rando if he could do some shit like that. Kuwabara follows him outside, and that's when Yusuke introduces him to Botan and kind of fills him more in on exactly what's going on and why he's doing what he's doing. So Kuwabara's just like, okay, okay, but who this pretty girl right here, you know what I'm saying? So Kuwabara uh, sees Botan and immediately falls in love with her. Uh, I guess Kuwabara has a thing for blue-haired girls because as soon as he sees Yukina, immediately falls in love with her too. 
and forgets all about Botan's existence for some reason. But yeah, he's he's sprung like instantly about Botan, and then Genkai yells at them and throws a cigarette at Kuwabara's shoulder, telling him to hurry up and get back inside or else they'll be disqualified. But she also hears that Yusuke is the spirit detective Koen Mahiren, so Genkai's a little more curious about him, even more so than she was before. <coughs> when he went through the forest and beat that demon bat, uh, Balder? Balder? Whatever, fuck that bat too. Uh, the next match happens, and it's Shuren versus uh, Chubby Fat Man that I forgot the name of. They go in the dark, you hear them throwing, swapping hands, and you hear Fat Dude yell out, uh, like, oh! And uh, he seemingly dies. Shuren walks out of the darkness a little hurt, and he's like, oh, I barely won that one. He wins, and Koema even uh, comments that it's like that Sharing kid's a little too modest. It's like, yeah, I mean, he's he's a young and inexperienced fighter, but he had the advantage in two out of three categories. Well, we'll see that next having the advantage in two out of three categories don't mean shit, because my boy Kuwabara steps up to the plate, right? <laughs> so it's Kuwabara versus Musashi in the third round. And Kuwabara only has the advantage in spiritual awareness. In terms of spiritual growth and spiritual strength, Musashi has him beat. Um, I believe in spiritual strength, it wasn't too big of a difference. But in terms of spiritual growth, I think Musashi had like a good chunk ahead of Kuwabara because Kuwabara's growth was only out of 57 at the moment. And like I said, I think it was like that just because he hadn't learned how to materialize his energy into a weapon yet. So the only thing he had going for him was the fact that he had a strong awareness and a high durability probably due to his spiritual strength. So the fight starts and Musashi's like, look kid, just forfeit the fight and I won't have to kill you. And Kuwabara's just like, look my guy, I ain't scared of you bro. I've been fighting on the streets since I was a wee youngin. And <laughs> Kuwabara comments that he can, you know, he has powers and he can see Musashi in the dark. But as he's saying that, Musashi vanishes from his sight and proceeds to beat the shit out of Kuwabara in the dark without Kuwabara being able to see where he is or feel out his energy. And Musashi says, even though Kuwabara has high spiritual awareness and he's well aware of that, Musashi himself can mask his own spirit energy. So Kuwabara's awareness doesn't mean shit because he can't sense him. So it goes to like this little commercial break, comes back, uh, Kuwabara's still getting beat the fuck up. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. And you can you can hear it, and Yusuke's just like, yo, bro, stop yelling, he can hear who you are. And they're throwing in all these comments, and Kuwabara's telling him to shut up so he can focus. And Musashi's just like, yo, dude, stay down. I'm warning you, kid. I don't wanna have to, you know, really mess you up and Kuwabara remarks he's he seems unimpressed he's just like yeah whatever bro your punches don't even hurt don't even come close to you know how Yusuke used to beat him up on the sh on the streets every day so this is like you know one of the many times Kuwabara's like raw durability is brought up the fact that Kuwabara can get beat the hell up and still get on his feet is something that is seen as kind of sad at first in the beginning but becomes real clutch for him in the future because <coughs> excuse me he wins most of a, a lot of most of the fights Kuwabara wins 
are because of his raw durability. It's because of the fact that, like, an enemy will, like, beat him down into the ground and where most people probably wouldn't get back up. Kobar's just like, nah, 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 I can keep going. Even when he's clearly, like, hurt. So, it's, it's something shown as kind of like, wow, that's kind of pathetic that you've gotten beaten up that much that you could just stand up after getting like completely decimated but it becomes kind of a blessing to him in the future so that works out but uh he gets up says like yo that didn't mean nothing so musashi's like all right let me get serious and he pulls out his wooden sword kobar's just like what, what are you gonna do with, with wooden stick musashi then tells him it's a wooden sword carved from the wood of a ancient tree and washed in a sacred stream i always thought the way that line those lines are executed were like real fucking silly <laughs> like but the sword's pretty much made to be able to destroy demons because it's a holy sword so musashi jumps up masks his presence again so he vanishes from kuwabara's sight and then does uh the shining sword attack which like he just wallops Kuwabara multiple times with this spiritual sword and or this holy sword and Kuwabara is getting wailed on he can't do anything to block the strikes are coming in too fast he can't sense Musashi so he gets hit like dozens of times and like goes flying hits the ground and Musashi believes the fight is over but he's also kind of surprised that the tip of his wooden sword broke off from hitting Kuwabara, so he's just like that kid's energy spirit energy must have been strong if like me hitting him with the sword caused the sword to break a piece off and then as he's walking away thinking the fight's over Kuwabara gets up again and Musashi's just like yo what the fuck are you dude what kind of creature are you and like he it's it's shown that Kuwabara picked up the wooden sword piece too Guess, like, you know, instinctively needed something to try to defend himself with. The tip of the sword. So Musashi runs up and tries to, you know, deliver that final finishing blow. And once again, coming in too fast, Kuwabara, you know, instinctively raises up his hands to try to block, holding that wooden piece, that wooden tip of the sword in his hand. And then it happens the legendary moment Kuwabara's spirit sword manifests. By using the tip of the wooden sword as a conduit for his own spirit energy, he's able to materialize his energy into a weapon. The reason, as Genkai explained, that's what Genkai pretty much explains it as, it's materialization. Which is cool because it reminds me a lot of like, a lot of different like, a lot of the, um, actually, the, the, a lot of the stuff Yu Yu Hakusho talks about and discusses. In brief little bits here and there about spirit energy and Yu Yu show seems to add a lot of base inspiration to ideas he would further expand on and create Tagashi would further expand on and create in Hunter Hunter because there is a materialization type and it's pretty much materializing your Nen into you, you, you get what I mean but yeah like they're in conjurization i believe it's what it's called actually not materialization you conjure up a physical weapon except it's an actual solid thing instead of just a massive energy formed into a weapon but you get the idea so that's kind of cool but yeah uh so that's pretty much what it is so kuwabara psychic instincts his awareness pretty much 
reacts to the danger and since it has something it can use as a base he's able to manipulate his energy into a sword because he's holding the wooden sword piece <coughs> which is why Kuabara mainly uses mainly almost exclusively for like 99.9% of the series has a spirit sword but Kuabara's actual power is his high spiritual awareness leading him to materialization his base thing is just a sword just because of this moment if Kuabara actually like thought to train himself further he could have probably formed other weapons with it and he kind of does they're all just kind of like variations of the spirit sword like how you can extend it to make it like a spear or a javelin so he can pull vote too or uh how you can bend the, the energy around sort of like a whip of course the the greatest move of all time the spirit fly swatter but <laughs> i'm getting uh i'm getting ahead of myself with that stuff the energy blade storm kind of thing that he did but yeah so he materializes the sword musashi is shocked kuapara is just as shocked because he doesn't know what the fuck he did and he kuapara shoves musashi off of him the wooden sword the rest of the wooden blade breaks off for musashi and kuabara delivers one final shot sending musashi flying skidding across the ground leaving like a big kind of like crater trail along with him and musashi is knocked unconscious leaving kuabara as the winner so my boy done did the damn thing proving that he is the greatest of all time i'm kidding of course he's still my favorite though <laughs> So Kuabara comes back beaten but victorious and he gets you know some time to rest and that leads us to the final match of the first round of this tournament with Yusuke going up against Kibano. So they, they're starting to step up into the darkness and then Yusuke has to get a smart remark in so he kind of stops before going into the darkness and then Kibano's like what's wrong you scared? And then Yusuke's like nah I'm just praying for your mortal soul bro. And this like pisses off Genkai and she like chucks her cigarette at him and it, it uh, trails off into like the darkness after she throws it and Yusuke like avoids it so excuse me jeez that was gross uh, <laughs> but uh you foreshadowing to what Yusuke is gonna use later so they go into the dark and they get ready to scrap and Yusuke's like damn it really is dark in here his spiritual awareness is fucking abysmal when they showed the scorecards the scoring charts from it from the arcade game his spirit strength and his spirit growth were like great i think his growth was like at 87 and his strength was 159 or something or 157 something like that it was in the 150s but his spiritual awareness was like a two out of 13 so <laughs> You can tell he only got those two from, like, luck as well. <coughs> so he can't really see well in the dark because he doesn't have good spiritual awareness. He's just raw strength and talent. So Kibano's spiritual awareness is also pretty low. But his spiritual growth, I think, was okay. And his strength was 170. So he has a little more spiritual strength than Yusuke. Like, a little less than 20 points of a difference. But, uh... Yusuke at first isn't too worried about that because he knows Kibano's awareness is not very much better than his own. But Kibano's just like, ha, huh, you sure about that little guy? So, Kuabara can peer into the darkness 
excuse me, with his own, with his spiritual awareness and sees Kibano has some kind of helmet on or some kind of mask as Kuwabara puts it. But it's not illegal, like Genkai said, because they were allowed to use any weapons or any means of any kind to win in the battles. So Kibano said he constructed that helmet to make up for his lack of spiritual awareness. It cuts off all his senses to heighten his own awareness. So essentially, he can see in the dark. <laughs> so as he does this, he's like, yep, I can see you because your spirit energy is weird. It's really strong, but it's not very well managed right at the moment, right? So I'm gonna just go ahead and blitz you, kid. So he runs in, he gets Yusuke with a hit, and uh, the fight, <laughs> the fight's pretty much one-sided at this point. The episode's about to end, and we're seeing Yusuke struggling to try to land a hit because he can't see Kibano, so he tries to hear him, but his Kibano's reflexes are too good because with his little helmet on, he can completely feel out Yusuke and avoid everything. And then Kibano shows his little, one of his uh, two signature moves. Uh, I love the dub name to it because it's so fucking, it's such a stupid name. But um, what Kibano can do is channel spirit energy to artificially increase his own physical strength. So his orm just kind of pulsates and flexes out to like a grotesque kind of size. And you can kind of see the ener spirit energy channeled around it. It's like a great value to Goro power, is what I would say. And uh, he runs up and like kind of clotheslines Yusuke with his arm, but he calls it Big Arm Bama. And I'm just like, oh god, it's such a bad dub name. Like, I love the Yu Yu Hakusho dub. I think it's a really good dub, especially since it's an older one. But the dub names in most older anime are fucking terrible. <laughs> big arm bomber <laughs> like, that shit sucks but uh <coughs> he pretty much clotheslines Yusuke's face and throat with his big ass nasty arm Yusuke goes flying and topples into the ground he tries to get up but he struggles and he falls over and everyone's like oh no did Yusuke lose and you gotta find out next week on Yu Yu Hakusho but once again, like I always say, these fucking next episode trailers spoil the next episode. <laughs> even the title, even like the next episode title spoils what's going to happen. So when the episode ends, you're just like, oh, fuck, Yusuke might lose. What's going to happen? And the next episode preview, you know, he's going to come out of it on top. They, they pretty much tell you. It's the same thing, it's the, it's, it's the exact same thing with the uh, Goki episode leading into like the half Goki, half Kurama episode. Like you already know he's going to get past Goki because they pretty much tell you. They just don't tell you what happens. And it's just like, come on, man. If I had never seen the manga and I had never watched the anime in my life, I would want to be kept in suspense. So if you had... <laughs> So it's just like, I guess for people who have never seen the Yu Hakusho, if they ask me about it, I'll just tell them to don't watch the next times. Try to just skip them. If you want to hear the ending songs, just Google them. It's not worth it, bro. They, they hella spoil shit. Like, 
Yu Yu Hakusho's next times spoil shit hard. Um, I think it gets better. They get a lot better in the future, but a lot of the first season ones just are just like, nah, fuck that. We gonna go ahead and tell you what happens. But I really, really like this episode just because it's pretty much all the first round fights. It's like three and a half first round fights because you get the second half of Yusuke versus Kibano next time. But even though it goes by so quick... It's, I feel like it's a good amount of action and it's paced well because each fight did not need to be its own individual episode, definitely. Because uh, Kuroda versus Kazumaru pretty much was as long as it needed to be. Shuren versus Fat Dude we didn't even see, so who the fuck cares? <laughs> um, I, I, I could be wrong, but I believe in the manga they don't even show like them watching and just hearing them fight. I think they just say like, Shuren versus such and such, and then they show Shuren walking out of the darkness. <laughs> so I think they skip it entirely in the manga. So, uh, Kuobara versus, uh, Usashi. I guess I would have liked that one to be long. What See, what they could have done is, uh, excuse me, is made the first two fights into one episode maybe and then musashi versus kuwabara one episode and yusuke versus kibano one episode then again yusuke versus kibano definitely could have probably been one episode but i don't think they had enough to go off of for kuwabara versus musashi to make it its own episode they would have had to add in like filler parts for the fight and i don't think they wanted to do that the only time they add in fillers were the Demon World Tournament little edits and bits and changes here and there. So maybe they just want to do it. But I could have... They could have done it. I feel like they could have padded out the fight between Kuwabara and Musashi. But also... Then... It, I feel like the fight would have been a lot more boring. Because the fight is mainly Musashi just wailing on Kuwabara until Kuwabara gets the Spirit Sword and is able to one-shot him. Which is... That's how the fight's supposed to be. That's supposed to be kind of like... The impact of the fight, like Kuwabara was held back by his own lack of knowledge and his abilities. So as soon as he was able to channel and focus his abilities into the sword, his power and like growth became overwhelmingly greater in that fight. So then he was able to easily handle Musashi. Where... So having like the fight pre-Spirit Sword be like, just like 25 minutes or like 20 minutes of Kuwabara getting beat the fuck up and then like the last minute and a half of him one-shotting with the spirit sword I feel like that would have been boring like watching a whole fight of just one dude get his ass whooped uh because at least oh shit at least in Kuwabara's other fights there's always sort of like a back and forth even if the enemy's just like not taking Kuwabara seriously there's always some type of a sorry I dropped my phone and I dropped my headphones. I apologize for the lack of setup today. Um, since the the school district and stuff is closed up, my brother and my mom are currently home until like, I think April 20th. So my brother's asleep upstairs and he when he wakes up, he's also kind of loud because he gets on the PlayStation and talks with his friends. So I didn't want to wake him up or anything like that. So I just, I went downstairs to record. So I'm in my uh, living room. That's why Mike kind of 
sound a little, the audio might sound a little different because I'm not used to, excuse me, I kicked a chair, setting up down here and shit's falling. <laughs> so, excuse me. So this, this is probably how it's going to be for the next few weeks. Maybe I'll try to get it together. <coughs> excuse me. But what was I saying? Something about Musashi and in, in Kuwabara's fight. I don't know what I was going with that, but anywho, I feel like I, I was like, oh, I was saying like, yeah, they could have made the fight longer in the anime to make it its own one episode, but then at the same time, it might have been boring because it would have just been one whole episode of Kuwabara getting fucked up. <laughs> so maybe that's why they chose not to do it. And I would say most of Kuwabara's fights do tend to be back and forth, or at the very least, Kuwabara getting one or two kind of close shots in before he actually can get the victory or the the w whatever you call it or, or the l whatever you call it but um yeah that was episode 10 uh as you can see i talked about that episode for a while i i actually really like that episode because i like how the fights just go 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 but it feels so well paced and it didn't need to be any longer than that like i was saying the only reason why i said the kuwabara Musashi fight be its own episode that way the Yusuke Kibano fight could be its own episode something like that or they could have ended the episode at the Kuwabara versus Musashi fight and then made one whole episode Yusuke Kibano I don't know I don't know where I'm going with all this but that's just what I'm saying uh -huh, it is what it is but anywho let's go ahead and talk about the, the bleach stuff going on uh, finally, Bleach's anime comeback. So, as I was talking about earlier in the podcast just now, Bleach has uh, officially been confirmed to have its final season be the Thousand Year Blood War arc animated. Finally, the final arc is getting an anime adaptation. Uh, as I said earlier, I believe it's going to be in 2021. It's not going to be this year, I believe is what they said. We'll probably get, like, an official release date when they do the, um, what's it called? The Bleach Anniversary announcement stuff on the 21st. Because when I first saw this, I saw it this morning when I was woke up, I was laying in bed, like, scrolling through my phone, and somebody, somebody posted about it. And, uh, I didn't believe it. Of course I didn't believe it. Um, how many times have we seen fake posts of people saying, Look, the Bleach anime is returning. Look at this post. I've seen that so many times in, like, the last... Since Bleach ended. Uh, so, like, maybe, like, four years now. I've been seeing shit like that. Like, being posted, like, Oh, look, the Thousand Year Blood War is, get Blood War arc is getting animated. Oh, it's getting animated. This and that. So, of course, I was like, I don't buy that shit. So, this was another one of those situations where I was like, I don't buy that shit. Because it's not even March 21st. I'd be more inclined to believe it on March 21st when the Bleach announcement was supposed to happen. And then I would go and check. So at first when I saw this, I didn't believe it. So I was like, I'm not even gonna like check to see if it's real. Cause I was like, this is probably fake as fuck. Trying to, you know, get false hope out of the Bleach fandom. But um, I kept seeing posts about it. And I was like, okay, this is weird. And so I went on Google Oh, sneeze coming. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, so I went on Google and I saw a couple of places posting about its return, but 
it was sites I don't really look to look at much or know. And one of them was comicbook.com. I don't fucking fuck with comicbook.com when they talk about anime very much. They made like a very misleading article one time talking about how uh, Dragon Ball GT's manga was was continuing or something like that. First of all, GT doesn't have an official manga. It never has. It had an Anna manga, which um, is like taking the, the the shots from like the anime and like kind of putting them in a manga format but that's not really a manga manga it had an unofficial it has an unofficial manga which is what they were talking about like a fan manga series for gt is what they were talking about but they made it seem like this was like some kind of like official real thing and then people thought it was an official real thing and i'm like it's not an official real thing it was like hella false news and hella misleading it's a fan manga. GT doesn't have an official manga. But, so, so, I wasn't, like, too... Tr- Comicbook.com, when they, when they talk about anime, it's usually, like, really shitty articles, like, 10 facts you didn't know about this anime character. Or, 10 things the Naruto... 10, 10 ninja Naruto could beat. And 5 he could never dream of defeating. Like, shit like that. And they've been doing, like heavy heavy bleach post and articles just because of this upcoming bleach announcement because they're trying to get clicks they're doing it to you know milk the bleach fandom for clicks and so I'll, fuck them fuck comicbook.com honestly but i also went on twitter and i you know i just typed in bleach 2020 and searched the tags and a lot of people were posting like a lot of shit and somebody posted like you know a magazine the 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 excuse me the jump magazine page showing the bleach 20th anniversary project in uh the burn the witch ova uh announcement in the magazine like they posted those pages and i was like they look pretty real they don't look fake because you can also make those fake pages um like like with that Pokemon thing showing Ash as an adult married to Serena with the kids, how that was fake. It it looked pretty good. It looked pretty real. The Coral Coral fake leaks, but um, this looks legit, and it also looks like uh the Shonen Jump uh USA pager account on Twitter also posted it. It's official, and more and more sources are saying it's official. So I'm I'm pretty sure at this point I'm like 95% sure this is real. If this is false, they fooled a shit ton of people. I'll say that. If it's false. I don't think it is. I'm very 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 sure it's not. <laughs> but um if it's fake, they fooled everyone. This is if this is a fake announce like a fake announcement or a fake leak or something like that, they fucking fooled everybody because usually with these fake leaks it gets like a small amount of traction and then immediately is killed like the other fake bleach final arc announcements but this one got so much buzz so quick i'm like this has to be legit this has to be legit i've seen nothing of anyone saying it's false either so no one's denying it so it looks legit so that's good to know um yeah, it just says 20th anniversary project on this uh, this scan of the magazine. I think I'm going to use that as the little thumbnail for this episode. 
I think that's what I'll use. Let me go on, let me jump back on Twitter and uh, see if anyone knows the actual release date. Because that'd be cool to know. <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. So, Bleach 2020. Yeah, Bleach 2020 is trending. So, it's definitely real. Yeah, it looks like it's coming back in 2021 from what people are also saying. <laughs> Bleach stands defending the anime's comeback every year now. <laughs> it's true man bleach bleach stands hella every year like it's gonna come back it's gonna come back and everybody hated on them bro everybody hated on the bleach stand saying like the anime was coming back because at this point it's been eight years but but damn bro it's it this time it's really happening you can't tease them anymore it's it's here yeah, everyone, it, it's hella trending. People are hyped. Yeah. <laughs> you niggas in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it, dude. I'm definitely ready for it. Oh, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be cool to see. The Thousand Year Blood War, war arc, to me, because I've seen it, or read it, I mean. But, to me, uh, it's a very mixed bag. There's a lot of things I really, really love about the Blood War arc in terms of like various Bankais finally getting revealed, uh, various power-ups and stuff like that, and a lot of fights. And even like the basic idea of the plot is like, you know, the Quincy's are making uh, an attempt to uh, get payback against the Soul Reapers for what happened to them, the, thus the Thousand Year Blood War arc. But um, there's a lot of like... Uh, negative you could say about the arc too so it, it's definitely something that's going to be interesting to see get adapted because what a lot of people want are several changes in the anime adaptation as compared to what happens in the manga because kubo kind of got rushed to finish bleach pretty much like um the ending bleach had wasn't the ending he really intended maybe something along the lines of what happened but more fleshed out especially the fight with what's his name you watch you botch you watch i don't know how to pronounce his name i guess we'll we'll find out when the <laughs> the anime comes out and they say it but uh the 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 last big bad the leader of like the little quincy gang but um that fight ended really fucking abruptly and people were disappointed in it because like yo what the fuck just happened that what so <laughs> So it's it's gonna be something interesting to see, um, cause hopefully there'll be changes added to it, to to flush it out and make it a better arc. See more fights, see more explanations for certain things that happen, like uh, Kami uh, Kamamura like going like human form from his little wolf form and then turning into like a permanent animal. More explanation on that. More explanation on Unahana's Bankai, cause we didn't really get a deep explanation into exactly what the fuck it was before uh, her passing. Um, I hope, I hope 
the Yamamoto versus you you watch fight is animated good because that shit was that was Yamamoto's like last moment in the series you know before he gets chopped in fucking half and spoilers if you didn't know about that but I'm sorry uh, the manga ended four years ago so I tend not to do especially if I'm talking about the bleach final art coming in uh, so if, if you didn't know about that stuff, it's been four years. You could you could Google that shit. <laughs> Kenpachi Shikai, Kenpachi's Bankai. But just know I, I, I'm throwing spoilers out this bitch. Uh, Udahara's Bankai, Kiraku's Bankai. Uh, stuff going on with uh, Udatake. Uh, who else was in that? Eisen does some shit in that. Um, one thing I want to see happen. That definitely needs to be. That definitely needs to happen because it didn't happen in the manga. Uh, Chad and Orihime get some get some moments. Like Orihime got some moments, but she kind of just does the same thing she does every arc. And Chad didn't even get a fight. I was kind of bummed. He gets like a last stand kind of battle off screen, and we know he survives. But it's just like we're it. And the reason why I want to see that is because um. Chad and Orihime, like, throughout most of the, the arc, are, like, training with Udehara to increase their powers. And they show up in the Soul Society to help Ichigo out. And Chad is, like, ripped to shreds. Like, Chad is huge. Chad was already, like, huge. Chad was already a big dude. Chad is gigantic <laughs> when he comes in during the, the Blood War. And he's just big, and he just has kind of, like, this, like, vest cloak kind of thing on. And with no shirt on, he's just huge. He's just swolled the fuck out. Orihime looks a lot more mature. And it's just like, I wanted to see like if they had new powers, how strong they had gotten. They never really got moments. I want a Chad fight. Or at least animate whatever Chad was doing during that last stand when they were fighting when he was fighting those big weird statue goon kind of things. We know he goes in to fight them. But I, at the very least, show that. And I want to see Orihime do some more stuff. Like maybe have a new ability with her with her powers in general with maybe all six of them combined or some shit i don't know something but uh, oh ruki is bankai renji's upgraded bankai <laughs> um just there's just a lot of shit i'm excited to see and a lot of stuff i want to see them do with the series as a whole while they have the chance to do so hopefully um i hopefully kubo is gonna work on it because then, because if Kubo's working on it too, then they can have input on the stuff he wanted to use in the series. Because that would be super dope to see the series end, more specifically how he wanted to end it, rather than the rush job we got with the manga being kind of like forced to conclude. Uh, another thing I also want to see is a more fleshed out ending where you see what happens to everybody. Because during the last chapter because it's like <coughs> excuse me i believe the second to last chapter or the third to last chapter something like that like the last few chapters are weird the way they're the way they're set up like ichigo suddenly beats your watch then it like time jumps so like rookie is like a captain now uh you see like a few other people you know utatake has passed away 
this and that, you see kind of like the new captains and the new placements and the seats in the, the court guard squads. And then, you know, Ichigo and Horahime get married and have a kid. Uh, Renji and Rukia get married and have a kid. Chad becomes a professional boxer, which to this day, I still find extremely fucking unfair. Chad <laughs> should not be a professional boxer. His physical strength alone is disgusting. So <laughs> why why was he like, you know, it would be a respectable job if I was a boxer? <laughs> like, like he he's gonna go undefeated. Like there's no one's gonna be able to hurt him unless they have like powers. And they would have to have powers of a serious degree. Cause even though Chad got fucking hoed throughout the series, he's still really fucking powerful in terms of power scaling in the series, like than most people, you know what I mean? And <laughs> so it's just like, dude, how's that? How did that work out? I don't know. Uh, more of what Uryu was doing, because he wasn't hanging out with him during the final chapter. I don't know what Uryu was doing. Just, just more stuff like that. I, I want to see a more fleshed out, like, skip to them as adults. Maybe have like a few episodes to pad out. I kind of like how the Naruto, when Naruto the anime ended, uh, Naruto the last, like the movie is supposed to be the 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 story of how uh, Naruto and Hinata get together and shit like that. But when the anime concluded, they had a bunch of filler episodes of them, and kind of like the last time skip era portion of of the that world, and it had a bunch of filler episodes based off of like light novels and other stuff like that, just so you could flesh it out more before they become adults and get married and all of that. So they, they could do some stuff like that. That would be welcomed filler. <coughs> Excuse me, if that makes sense. Like filler that actually fleshes out plot points rather than just filler art. One thing I don't want to see from this fucking final season of Bleach is filler arcs or filler anything like that. Besides the stuff I was saying that would be cool to have is filler um, and the changes from the manga. Um, Bleach has a habit of having filler at the worst possible times and it's I fucking hate it I hate it I hate it I hate it the only time the fillers were like in a place where I was like you know what that's fine were the bount arc because it's set after the soul society arc and right before the Arankar stuff happens and the Guy arc because it's set after the Arankar arc but before the Fullbringer arc so it's they're like placed in the timeline in good spots where you're like okay well, this arc ended, so before this arc starts, they're going to have this, whatever. It's like, granted, the, the Ray Guy arc is, is fine at the length it is. I believe it's only it's only 26 episodes. The Bound arc is like 40 episodes. It did not need to be that long. <laughs> it could have been a good 26, and we could have called it a day. Um, I like the Sosuke Amagai arc. That shit is horribly placed. <laughs> they put that arc after Ichigo defeats Green Jail. So they're still in the middle of the Arankar War in Waco Mundo. And they're just like, hey, let's do this filler arc right now. Like, why? Why? Why did you do that? Excuse the shower going off in the upstairs. Like I said, people are, you know, home. Uh, maybe the background music will partially drown it out. I don't know. We'll see when we get there. But, um, but I hated that. I actually really like the, the Amagai arc. It's the Amagai arc and the um, Zanpakuto spirit arcs are probably like my favorite arcs. And the Zanpakuto spirit arc is arguably the best filler arc in Bleach. 
they're just awfully placed like i feel like those could have been placed so much better and with the zanpakuto spirit arc that shit happens right when ukiora versus ichigo round two is happening so they clash swords and they're just like y'all mind if we hit you with another filler arc real quick <laughs> it's just like why <coughs> excuse me and then they go back to it like nothing happened. I'm like, fuck you, Bleach. What they should have done, what they should have done to try to fit those better in the story, I guess, is have, they should have had the Shosuke Amagai arc during the point where they're training for the Arankar invasion. You know how they were planning on training because, oh, by this point, da 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 da, this many months from now, Aizen's gonna attack in Katakura Town and try to use it to, to get the Oaken to go to the Soul Palace and all of that shit. You know, how that was the original goal. And actually, no, it wasn't. We're kidnapping Norahime and this. Before all that shit happens, like the training where Ichigo's learning about his visored powers, Renji's training Chad, shit like that. They should have put that arc there. Now, that would have made that arc longer, but. It would have at least fit the timeline and not have interrupted the Arankar arc. I'm just trying to fit the fillers in places where, like, the Arankar arc could just go all the way through without any interruptions. Um, then when that ends, they could kind of, like, gradually, like, place it back on track with the main plot. Boom, Warahima gets kidnapped, they go to rescue her. Then they could do the whole Arankar arc through... But then I'm thinking, like, how would they do the Zanpakuto spirit arc? And I was talking to one of my buddies about it. He's a big Bleach fan. I was like, what if they did it? Now, this would suck because then we would have two fillers before the Fullbringer arc. But not a lot of people like the Fullbringer arc anyway. So I guess it's not that big of a deal. What if they did? Okay, so what if it was, like, that first season of Bleach, the Soul Society, the Bounce... The initial Arankar assault leading him to Sosuke Amagai. The Arankar arc all the way through. The Guy arc. And then at the end of the Guy arc, the way they wrote it so Ichigo fully does lose his powers at the end of that. Then just write Ichigo out of the Zanpakuto spirit arc. Just have him not be involved. And just have the Zanpakuto spirit arc just be solely with the Soul Reapers in the Soul Society. Like, just have it be based on them and them struggling to deal with that stuff. Don't even have Ichigo involved in it with Zangetsu at all. That arc could still stand on its own without Ichigo having to be there. At least that's how I feel about it. Because that was an interesting arc. Seeing the Zanpak Toe Spirits was really cool. And the Muramasa thing and all of that. And you still could have had the best fight in that arc, which was Byakuya fighting... What's his name? Muramasa's, like, original, like, owner? Like, you could have still had that fight. That fight was awesome. Like... <laughs> And Ichigo wouldn't have had to be involved, period. Then do the Fullbringer arc. And then we could go into the Thousand Year Blood War. That's how I would re- if, if we couldn't take the fillers out entirely, that's how I would rearrange the fillers. <coughs> to the best of my ability, excuse me. But, yeah. I don't want to see any fucking fillers in Bleach. No more. No more of that, please. Um, besides, like, the edits I was saying they could do and the fleshing out of, like, them slice of life and slice of life in it, growing up together, finding out, falling in love and all of that, having kids, da-da-da-da-da. We don't need filler arcs like I was previously. Don't do that. 
Just do the Blood War arc all the way through. There's no reason you need filler arcs in between. It's done. Just go off that source material and just do the edits where necessary. But um, I'm excited for it. And I guess I started rewatching Bleach at the perfect time because now I can rewatch Bleach, finish rewatching it, and then jump into the Thousand Year Blood War arc whenever that starts. I'm still probably going to read it, like I said earlier, just so I can compare if they do any changes or differences between the anime from the manga. I'll probably still read it. I'll just read it really slow, just every now and then. But I'm almost done with the anime. I think I have like 40-something episodes left. I'm currently on the Ray Guy arc. And then I just have the Fullbringer arc and I'm done. And both of those are like, the Ray Guy arc is 26 episodes and the Fullbringer arc is 26 episodes. So it, it won't take me that long. The only reason why um, I haven't been watching this week it, it, it's what I was going to originally talk about this week. I got Fire Emblem Three Houses finally, and I have been on that game all fucking week. Uh, I really like that game. I'll probably talk about it next week. That's what we'll get into. Uh, I'm on chapter seven. I just finished chapter six of it. Part one, chapter seven is where I like stopped playing last night. I'm gonna start the DLC just because I want those DLC characters. But uh, I'm going to go from there. But I'll talk about Fire Emblem next week. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Bleach, man. I'm excited for the Bleach comeback. I'm also very, very excited for uh, Burn the Witch. Because I want to see what happens with that. Because I'm pretty sure from the looks of it, it's it's an anime OVA. So it's pretty much just probably going to be a one episode thing based on the one shot manga. But who knows? Maybe Kubo... We'll want to make a full series out of Burn the Witch, depending on how it's received as an anime OVA. Um, I, I think we'll know a lot more stuff for sure come the 21st, when, an, uh, when the official Bleach 20th anniversary announcement is uh, made of, across the world, you guys. Uh, I'm excited for it, though. Congrats to Bleach, congrats to Kubo for Bleach and Burn the Witch. Congrats to Burn the Witch. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I think that's that's all I really have to say about that stuff. I, I could go on and on. Um, I want to finish Bleach before I do my retrospective. So I might not even do a Bleach retrospective until <coughs> after the, the last season of the anime. Or I could finish watching the current anime now like I said, read the manga and do my retrospective based on everything I watched in the anime and then the Blood War arc from the manga and then maybe do like an alternate retrospective where instead we base it off the anime Blood War instead of the manga Blood War. That way if there's differences, we can go ahead and do that. Um, but I got two more arcs to go in the anime. I'm watching the fillers too because that goes along with my whole retrospective for the anime. That's why I'm saying it's more of a Bleach anime retrospective. That's why I'm kind of hesitant to base the manga into that, but I guess it'll go hand in hand with the anime once it's released. So I think we'll do that. It'll probably be a while before I, I get into that though. We still have time. Um, also, Yu Yu Hakusho like, stands, please. Get over the fact that Bleach is coming back. Yu Yu Hakusho is my favorite anime of all time. I always say that, like, every fucking episode. 
But oh my god, Bleach stands are. I mean, Yu Yu Hakusho stands are so fucking annoying. Like, dude, be over it. Yeah, Bleach is coming back. Man, fuck Bleach. Bleach sucks. Why don't they just bring back Yu Yu Hakusho? Because Yu Yu Hakusho ended. It ended. Bleach isn't getting rebooted, it's just getting its last arc animated. Yu Yu Hakusho, the only way I can see it coming back is if it got a reboot. And I don't think it's gonna get a reboot. Which, which I'm okay with. We got those OVAs, that was dope. The one thing I want from Yu Yu Hakusho is a solid Yu Yu Hakusho game. Like a solid Yu Yu Hakusho game. Uh, get on that arc. I don't give a fuck if fighting game, the fighting game community doesn't think. Is tired of Arc System Works making games. Dude, make a Bleach anime game. <laughs> or, uh, Bleach anime game too, but make a Yu Yu Hakusho anime game too. And I hate it because Bleach and Yu Yu get compared so much, and the only reason why I keep saying one over the other sometimes is because I'm watching Bleach and Yu Yu Hakusho at the same time. But also, since I'm watching both at the same time, especially Bleach, like I'm almost all cut up on Bleach, and I've seen Yu Yu Hakusho like a million times. I can tell you they have a lot more differences than similarities. Like, and it's annoying to see that comparison and say, oh, Bleach ripped off Yu Yu Show. It didn't, dude. It didn't. Just say you don't like it and be in your way. And stop hating on other series' success and what's happening with them. Let the fans be happy. They got their show back, bro. Let the Bleach fans be happy. Like... I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and end it here before I throw into another coughing fit. Um, yeah, that about does it for this week. So I think... <coughs> excuse me. Next time I'll talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses and get into like what I think of it so far, how far I in, am in it, who I have on my team, who I like, da-da-da-da-da. Um, I will tell you, I did pick Golden Deer House first. I picked Claude's first. Because I think Claude is cool. And <laughs> I always thought Claude's design looked really cool. And even though my favorite color is red, which would probably lead you to think I'd pick Black Eagles first. I don't know, something about Claude, especially when I started playing the game earlier this week. And you got to know them all. I like Edelgard and I like Dimitri. I think both of them, you know, have their own qualities about them. I can see myself hanging out, like in real life, I can see myself hanging out more with Claude than Edelgard or Dimitri. Claude's really chill, laid back. He feels like a cool, relatable dude. And that's why I like Claude so much. But yeah, um, so, of course, naturally I have the Golden Deer students. And also, uh, I'm playing the game on normal difficulty, on casual, because I'm a little bitch and I can't stand uh, people close to me <laughs> in a game dying. Shit makes me sad. <laughs> so... You can call me a punk for not playing Fire Emblem on Classic. I don't give a fuck. It's my game. It, it's my purchase. So <laughs> I'll play it how I feel like. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll get into it more. But I can already tell you from as much time as I've, I've put into it. I have about like 36 hours into it now. Uh, the game is fantastic. The, the game is fantastic. And uh, as of now, I've played... Almost all the games I said I was wanted to play, I had that list of five way back, and I said I wanted to play Fire Emblem. I just I'm finally playing it now. Uh, I played Pokemon. I played Dragon Quest 11s, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Definitive Edition. <laughs> uh, I played that on Switch. I talked about that. You know I love that shit. 
Dragon Quest XI is one of my favorite games of all time. So that leaves the Final Fantasy VII Remake in Persona 5 Royale. Uh, Royale comes out March 31st. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out April 10th. Um, I'm not going to be able to beat Persona 5 Royale in 10 days. I, I know that already. Uh, but, 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 I know I'm going to beat, I, I, I'm pretty sure I can beat Three Houses, at least the Claude Path, before the end of the month and do all that stuff. You know, depending on how much time I put into certain things. I know I can do that. So, I'm probably going to at least finish the Golden Deer House. Then before I, I start any other routes, I'm going to chill. Then when Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out, I'm going to play the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Then I'll probably play Persona 5 Royale. Then I'll go back to Fire Emblem and start the other two houses. Um, depending on how fast I beat Claude's route, I'll probably start another house. I'll, I'll play, you know what, I'll play as much as Fire em- of Fire Emblem Three Houses as I can before April 10th. And then, on when the remake comes out, I'm going to play the remake. Then I'll get Royale and play Royale. Royale I'm playing last just because I played Persona 5, like, a year or two ago, I want to say. So, it's still more fresh in my mind than me playing Final Fantasy 7. Even though the classic and the remake are going to be have some drastic differences, especially since remake is episodic, I haven't played FF7 really in like a long time, so I'm gonna play that first. Then we'll do Royal. So that's that's my game plan for those. But uh, next week I'll talk about Three Houses and we'll try to get a little more in depth on how I feel about the characters, the story, the gameplay, all that good stuff. Uh, I love the game though. I'm already loving the game. It's gonna be a positive. Uh, look on that. Did I tell you guys I beat Tales of Vesperia? I don't know if I've mentioned that. I'll talk about that next week too if I haven't. But, um, anyway, that's it. So thanks for coming by to the podcast this week. Sorry for, uh, the lack of whatever professionalism I usually have (coughs) on the podcast. (laughs) Usually, uh, like I said, I'm getting over this cold, the last leg of this cold, and, um, I'm downstairs, so it's a different setup, different sounds going in and out all around since the family's home, but uh, hopefully I'll get it better sorted out, and next week might be a little better. But anywho, that's about it, you guys. I will catch you next week. Hope you guys have a good Friday. Hope you guys have a good weekend, and I'll catch you next week. Bye. I'm just a little lost, keep off topic And if we're on the topic, then yes, I lost it Don't worry about me, I'm not sinking It's just after every thought, shit got me thinking And I'm just a little lost, keep off topic And if we're on the topic, hell yes, I lost it Don't worry about me, I'm not sinking It's just after every thought, shit got me thinking You got me thinking You got me thinking You got me You got me You got me thinking You got me thinking You got me You got me me.